We are back with the Afterwatch. We're watching ReZero, Season 1, Episode 3, Starting Life from Zero in Another World. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. That's right. Uh, I think that title is the real title, right? Isn't that the... I feel like with things where there's uh, translation, like sometimes you see the title in different ways. Like the anime calls it one thing. And then, and then the light novel might call it something else. You know what I'm saying? Like the translation kind of, it changes. There are certain shows where it's like that. Oh, interesting. I haven't checked out. Um, I usually don't cross stuff too much. Like I, if I, if I read the manga, I feel like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm too far ahead. I don't want to watch the anime. Or if I'm doing the anime, I'm like, I don't want to go back and read the manga. So far, so far. I yeah. But I feel like calling it, th- this is how it, I've seen it called this in other media. Anyway, I just thought that was something to point out. Uh, before we get into this episode, which is a great episode, I love all the fights and it's so much action. It's great. Uh, remember to subscribe if you haven't already and uh, let other people know we're talking about ReZero, Subaru, and, and Amelia and everybody else. If you have any questions, comments for us, uh, fictionalquestions at gmail.com is where you go to reach us. And if you would like to give us a review, we always appreciate hearing the kind words over there on Apple Podcasts or Audible. All right. Where do you want to start on this? Where we where it left off last time, I guess? Yeah. The girl that so far is called Satella, I think, opened up the door. That's- yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because, yeah, when we last saw it was Subaru telling Felt not to open the loot house door, thinking it was Elsa. But it's not. It's the girl that he's known as Satella. and. He's trying to figure out why is she there already? Uh, you know, it's still light out. And then he kind of actually, he feels bad a little bit like, oh, she would have made it this much sooner if I hadn't have distracted her all that time. Yeah. And I thought that was a great line that if it wasn't for him, maybe she wouldn't have been late because it's, it kind of also implies he doesn't always make things better. Maybe because mm. like if he didn't stop her, if he didn't uh, bump into her in the alleyway, would she mm-hmm. have been fine? She's a caster. She's got the spirit animal. She could have gotten there uh, before all her mana was out. So like, was mm-hmm. him interfering what got her killed? Oh, that's that's real heavy on him, <laughs> if it is. It Well, it kind of does, but there's there's still that question of would she survive? And I think that's still hanging. Because, that's true. Because you don't know how far, what the lengths are that this Elsa person is willing to go. I mean, we kind of see how this goes, that she's pretty <laughs> she's pretty B.A. at, at, at fighting and, and, and surviving. Yeah, anyway, it's definitely, it's definitely up in the air. It's definitely questionable what would happen. Yeah, but we're not there yet. So first off, the girl makes some ice missiles, makes them float in the air, uh, kind of uh, threat, not really threatening, but basically telling Felt that, hey, give me back that insignia you stole from me. That's what I'm here for. I'll leave. Just just give it to me. It's, uh, it's pretty funny that uh, almost immediately, the old man's like, you should probably listen to her. She's not just any normal magic user. She seems like that's some pretty heavy stuff that she's doing right there. Plus, she's an elf, you know? Right. And they go, actually a half elf, right? But that's when we see Felt do a double take and say, wait, you're not whoever that she starts to think that she is. And uh, the girl says, no, it's just an accidental resemblance. Yeah, I'm not sure when they mention the resemblance is it to Satella or is it to something else? So, so far, I think it's, it's to, it has to be to Satella, I guess, because that's why she would be so unnerved by that. 
you know, in that previous episode, someone calling her that name would mean that it's almost like someone that everyone hates calling her that in front of everyone is almost singling her out for problems. Yeah, I wonder if that's why she's so bent on doing good deeds. Is she trying to overcompensate? Yeah, is she trying to overcompensate because of the stigma or is it because she's trying to is she trying to better the world also or is she trying to better herself? Is she trying to fight the stigma? Uh, It's kind of interesting. Or is it just her character, which is I think it's just her character that she wants to help when she's presented with a situation where she can help. But I don't know that she's out there like wanting to save the world. I think that Mm -hmm. in this case, she really is just trying to go about her day and she needs that insignia for reasons, you know, for other reasons that we'll cover at some point. Right. Right. But at this point, that's that's all we know, that she needs that thing and she's willing to go to great lengths to get it back. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, I guess, looks a lot like this person that no one wants to talk about or that people are scared of. Yeah, I hope we find out a little more concrete details on on why people are scared like what what's the thing that satella or the witch or whatever did mm-hmm. that's so bad and then uh why does she look like her is it really just like all you need to do is be a elf or half elf with white hair and they'll be like oh you look like her or is it like really uncanny so that's going to be interesting to find out but then yeah but then we get the first uh kind of i don't know wrench thrown into this whole situation when uh, it's said that Subaru was there to get the insignia back for her. And that kind of confuses her for a minute. And it's like, why? <laughs> you know, why are you trying to... You're not working with these people? You know, <laughs> she doesn't know who this guy is. Why would he want to get this back? Why would he want to sell what he's got to help her? Yeah, definitely imagine someone just randomly doing that to the mm-hmm. lengths he does. It's different. Like if she dropped it on the ground, well, he picked it up fine. But if he's doing all of this and it's kind of like, oh, that's questioning the motives, right? For sure. Yeah, of course. Especially someone who looks so different than the normal person that you see around down there. <laughs> um, and that's when he sees the flower from the girl. And it's like it just a reminder that she always does the same thing. She's always her nature is never going to change. So she always helps that little girl. And so he has to keep this going. He has to help her because otherwise it's like fate is keeps pushing them in one direction. So he has to solve this puzzle, I guess, Hmm. is what it is. And that's when there's a blade coming straight for her. And at just the last minute, he sees it. He sees the gleam or whatever. Right. And he yells, Puck, shield her really quick, you know. And he does. Puck comes out of nowhere, puts up a shield. And, uh, you know, just in the last nick of time, it's like. Oh, I realized because it's before five, you're still on duty. Thumb- oh, and they give man. each other that thumbs up. It's really this kind of corny but fun kind of moment. It, it's a cute callback to the uh, the whole mana system with Puck. I'm surprised mm-hmm. he saw the blade too, but the, the callback yeah, was well, good. well, now there's like a, a change plans for Elsa because now she's saying, <laughs> okay, well, she wanted to just buy the thing. But now that it's gotten to this point and the owner, the previous owner or whatever is there, she basically has just has to kill everyone. <laughs> so that's what she's going to do. Yeah, she, she seems to uh, any excuse is probably enough for her to start killing people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. But that's when he lets off on this kind of, I don't know if you call it a tirade or a rant or something where he just goes off talking about how he's going to let the justice and chivalry I never knew I had denounce all the fairness in the world. And he's going on and all of a sudden he just stops it kind of almost looks the camera like breaks the fourth wall just to say, 
this is what you're waiting for. Okay, Puck, now you've got <laughs> you've got all the power back, so give it your best shot, you know? He's just making time for Puck to recharge. Yeah, very clever. He's, he seems to fight in clever ways, especially since he doesn't have magic right now, and he's, his punches right. and kicks are pretty good. But uh, At first, they think there's a bunch of ice like hits her, and they think that stops her. I think at one point he says, don't jinx it. But because you kind of know how these stories go, <laughs> that's not the first shot never downs the villain. I, I actually that you mention it. And when you think about it out loud, it makes a lot of sense that it wouldn't. But I kind of mm-hmm. thought it would just be like, oh, he got there in time. Right. And magic is mm-hmm. usually really strong. And I thought that would, I, I honestly thought it might just do it in one shot. I didn't really picture it as like, oh, they probably wouldn't end it so quick. That'd be kind of a waste. But I really did think that that's it. This is going to get iced and die. Yeah, but at this point, she jumps out. She's still around, that Elsa person. And she's running, she's bouncing off the walls like it's crazy. And there's ice flying everywhere from uh, from the girl and Puck. And they're just going at it back and forth. I thought uh, uh, Ryan... Ram was it Ram? I thought Ram and felt like, why don't they jump in? Like they seem to be pretty good fighters. I see why Subaru wouldn't jump in, but maybe they could lend a helping well, I th- hand. I think they're looking for they're they're so confused what's going on and they're not sure what to do here. Elsa's just like darting around, uh, evading the attacks. Puck at at some point he loses, he's done, he fades, and then the girl keeps fighting. I I think it's at this point that he uh, the Subaru tells felt that she has to take off she has to run and she's like no i can i can fight i'm 15 i can hold up you know i can i can handle myself and he's he goes well i'm 18 so i'm still your (laughs) the older person and uh i think it's there's a funny moment there where she says are you sure you're 18 he doesn't even look like you're shaving yet yeah, that, I think that come that came up in the other episode with the hands and that like in that world living 15 years like means a lot more than his 18 years of schooling and probably a, a softer, gentler life. Uh, so that's that's funny that you bring that up because that definitely seems to have been mentioned before. His face doesn't show that he's 18 in their world because by 18 in their world, they probably have beards and scars. And <laughs> yeah, who knows? That's probably true. Yeah. But he's trying to convince Felt to take off as soon as there's some kind of opening, like get out of there, save herself. What do you think about him taking on that that role, like just deciding that it's his job to save Felt now? Uh, I think he just wants to try to save as many people as he can. At this point, she's the one that's not fighting. Like the other girl is using magic and kind of holding her own, at least at this point. Yep. You know, still firing away missile after missile, all these icicles going everywhere so i think that's what he's trying to do he's trying to figure out the best way to save as many people as possible yeah i think he should maybe he's died the most (laughs) as far as he remembers so i was wondering like yeah he's trying to take this responsibility he always wants to be the protector of and he just assumed i don't know felt kind of seems like she would have won the fight against him and now he's saying like oh he needs to save her instead of well maybe it should be the other way around maybe it's like he should be like felt protect me (laughs) save maybe because we did see that felt is really good at fighting yeah it seems better than him um it's just it's just an interesting small point i i feel that like this structure of these things and the story usually does go that way like the mm-hmm. like he wants to be the maybe it's that drive of wanting to be the protagonist and what he thinks right justice and chivalry is that he should save her uh, yeah i just think it's it's worth pointing out because she it seems is. to need less saving than he might uh, think 
And also, she's she's really confused. Maybe he's feeling that, that she's not moving. She's kind of stuck. Like, what do I do? I, I like, um, because I like he's, that. Because the same thing is that the old man hasn't really joined in either. He, they're kind of just on the sidelines at this point. I, I but, like that spin because his character is, like you said uh, a couple times before, Subaru is always wanting to go into action and do something. So egging mm -hmm. them into some sort of action uh, right. is, is a good, definitely a good thing. Yeah, and it's at this point that the old man does step in because Elsa breaks through, finally breaks through that girl's defenses. And so Rom attacks. And there's this weird moment where he's swinging around the club, right? They're fighting. And all of a sudden, he looks up and she's standing. Elsa's standing on his club. Felt throws a blade at her, but it gets deflected into the old man. So it's, it's almost like she, Felt feels bad because her blade is the one that ended up like hurting him. And we think maybe he's dead, you know? Yep. Yeah, it definitely had a sense of doom when she jumped up on the thing. So yeah, because he if just falls. falls. And uh, yeah, it's just this weird moment of, of Subaru thinking, oh no, he's dead. It's all happening over again. Like we're all about to die again. He doesn't want to die. There's got to be something, you know, what can he do? And so uh, Subaru basically jumps saves felt at the last minute because there's a another what blade coming for her so he kind of dodges and and throws himself at her like pushing her out of the way of getting hurt and tells her to run again and so she does this time and she actually makes it out and at this point elsa's starting to get a little annoyed uh the, the other girl is still firing ice he calls out to her asking, do you have some kind of ultimate power? Like something like <laughs> something you haven't shown us yet. <laughs> and yeah, she says, yeah, I do. But it would kind of hurt you, too. So I haven't used it. It's in the way again. First, he makes her late. Mm -hmm. And all of this is his fault. Yeah. He calls her by the wrong name. Now he's in mm -hmm. the way. Well, I guess uh, Satella would kill everybody else in the room probably, too. But yeah. So he realizes, okay, well, I've got to do something. I'm going to do be the one. I'm going to take Elsa out right here and now and get that happy ending. Uh, Subaru goes in to start fighting her, but she grabs his leg. And this is actual really scary moment where he thinks he's going to have his leg just severed off. I definitely thought he would, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've seen him die so many times, so many horrible ways. We think it's coming. Yep. And he's just waiting for that to happen. And that's when you hear, that's enough. And just it's Reinhardt shows up. There's this bunch of smoke <laughs> or whatever. Like, at, what does he come through the ceiling? Is that what happens? He just blows in. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Talk about knight in shining armor, like stereotype. Yeah. Except minus the armor, which they already right. mentioned well, why he's not wearing it. <laughs> yeah, it's his day off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it's Reinhardt and he's there to put basically put an end to that. And we see what happened. So when Felt ran off outside of the loot house, was running, screaming for help, she actually bumped into him. And so he came running. And do you think he was there because Subaru mentioned the loot house, like something bad was happening? Uh, I think so, because uh, one, if you want to try to give the timing, right? Uh, last time yeah. they went here before was mm -hmm. Felt kind of went away on the bridge. They weren't even at the loot house yet. And then they got there, um, and then the killer was also there. So timing-wise, it seems like they got there even earlier. So if he was naturally going to show up, they would have seen him the first time, or he would have been around the first time. So I definitely think he had an influence. Mm -hmm. So it, right. it's, a, it's, really, it's a pretty big influence. It's like a small thing he does that makes a big difference. He's very much into 
these big sweeping actions of wants to save the day and be the hero in a big, grand, dramatic way. But this is almost the opposite of that, where it's something small he did of just screaming for help and then meeting this guy. And it's going to make a huge difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. But yeah, I think that what had happened in my head, at least, was Reinhard understood that something bad was going to go down somewhere in the slums and was kind of walking around looking for something out of the ordinary, I guess. Because maybe he didn't know exactly where it was or where this loot house was. But or maybe he did. And maybe he's just on his way there. But uh, we see that he's there in the nick of time for this and happens to be the right person. Because I guess hunting monsters happens to be his specialty. And this lady was he calls her the bowel hunter. Is that what it is? Yeah, did he? Definitely. That's the name. That's yeah. And that's because she likes to slit people open their stomach. Right. And disembowel them. Right. That has to be it. Anyway, those two are facing off and she's actually pretty excited to be able to fight against him. Um, Meanwhile, the other girl has now stopped fighting and is over there healing Rom. So which means Subaru is actually happy about this because it means he didn't die. So maybe they're not going to die. He sees that as uh, like a glimmer of hope in this (laughs) in this story uh, at this point. Yeah, they, he couldn't ask for much uh, better here. And uh, it, it, he also sees that that even though this is a person who stole from you, she is still helping them because that's just who she is. That's her character. That's her nature. And uh, what I like is funny, though, is she's she do, gives the whole line of, well, he can help me with info of why they wanted the insignia. So that's why I'm helping. And he just smiles because... Isn't that the same excuse that she used before with him? Like why she healed him? Yeah, it's a very much that this is as much for my sake as it is, is for yours. That questions yeah. again, that thing that we, we keep talking about is, is she just she does stop to help people. And I don't know, is she, who is she lying to or, or why? Why does this keep coming up? Um, because obviously she's kind of doing things out of the kindness of her heart, saving the little kid. Mm-hmm. There's not much benefit in it, but she keeps, right. goes out of her way to say, I'm doing this for me not to be helpful. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm curious, like, why does that, why is that such a thing? Um, yeah. Is that just who she is or how she, maybe because it's distracting her from what she needs to do, but that's how she can tell herself in her head. That's the, that's the story she tells herself oh, to make it okay. Yeah. I think she did mention that, she kind of gets sidetracked and, and does these things and it's kind of a hopeless case. And she also um, puts it projects that onto Subaru saying that he's kind of hopeless for doing that sort of thing with her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And on top of that, maybe to get out of some sort of feeling of like, oh, I saved you. Now you have a debt to me. But it, I think maybe more the first thing that you brought up. It's like right. just trying to put herself back on track. Yeah. There's a great moment, though, when we go head back to the fight at hand, Elsa versus Reinhardt where she is asking him why he hasn't even <laughs> taken out his sword. And he basically says, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think there's any need at this point to take out my sword. <laughs> Too cool for school. Too cool for school. <laughs> and she, I mean, she even likes that even more. He finally does pick up another sword where he's like, okay, I'll, I'll fight you with this one. How about that? And oh, she's just like, do entertain me, please. Come on, let's go for this. She takes out what, the, the knives, she calls them fangs, right? If I don't have my fangs, I'll fight you with my claws or down to the bones and with my very life. It's like you can't deprive her of, of you. You take away the weapons, she'll keep coming after you. Yeah, and I forget what kind of kind of feeling of an animal is it. Is it supposed to be like a poisony spider type feel? Do you do you feel like a certain? 
I don't know because they do what he calls Subaru calls her at one point Black Widow, but I think that's just right. something he says. I don't I don't know if that's the feeling behind that, but mm. it's definitely she's very much a predator. Yeah, and not in a cool, not in the way I usually like. So if you compare what she's doing to, say, typical shonen stuff, usually what would, people are really excited to fight a stronger person. It's happened mm-hmm. forever, right? Goku mm-hmm. does it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's oh, happened in Ippo. Anything. Yeah, exactly. Baki, and there's so many ones. Uh, yeah, One when Punch they do, Man, whatever. <laughs> right. When they do those characters, it's like they want to fight someone stronger so they can get better. She uh-huh. is saying those words, but it's not for, I don't feel like it's for that reason, right? It's more sadistic and more... Just liking to kill something and more like a, yeah, definitely a hunter. Like you were saying, like a prey hunter, prey type thing. It's like, she wants to take down the biggest challenge. Yeah. She just wants to say, I I think it's, it's like, she wants to show off. It's like taking down a lion, not a cat. She wants to just hang it on her wall and say, I did and killed this big thing. I don't think she cares as much of like, oh, I'm getting better and stronger through this fight. No, she just wants a big trophy of like, I killed the best guy. And I think that the fact that he's maybe underestimating her, or at least she thinks he is is even better even more delicious because when he eventually falls is what she thinks is going to happen right mm-hmm. uh then it's even better because he underestimated her and she still came out on top i think that's the that's a thought process going on right here yeah almost like a taunt maybe he's secretly taunting her to, yeah. uh, to be reckless but then we find out uh because that girl is healing the old man, uh, Reinhardt can't use any magic until that happens. Like they can't share. So he's waiting. And so I guess there's a moment where like, let him know <laughs> when I'm done. So finally she gets to a point where like, okay, we're good. And what? Uh, Reinhardt lets off this huge blast. It's just like the brightest light of just, I don't know. What would you call it? Like just like this huge energy blast that disintegrates the sword that it comes out of. Yeah, and it blasts people backwards. It's It seems overly strong. But I, I guess the person that um, Reinhardt's fighting is very strong, but mm-hmm. it's just a very grand attack. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't even know, because it's almost like a... It looks like it's an AoE, but it mm-hmm. does... It, if it disintegrates the sword and just only yeah. it's like pushing people back and Subaru's okay just taking cover, it can't be that big of an AoE, right? Right. But it's just, it's a focus, it's a big focused attack. And they think that there's nothing left of Elsa. And so Subaru is really happy. He's like uh, looking at the girl. She's like, why are you staring at me? He, well, you have all your limbs and your head still there. She's pretty confused about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, weird. But I would forgive him a little more for that in that situation because they just survived. And this like, yeah, he's, he's basically saying they're still alive and he's really happy about that. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to thank Reinhardt for saving him a second time. It's at that point that Elsa, we see she's still alive. And she jumps out of the ruins going for the girl. Again, Subaru jumps in with this club to deflect and basically save the girl and takes the blow. Well, we think that the uh, the club gets it. Yeah, she goes in, so. slashes the club and saves the girl. At that point, because he got in the way again and she's still super annoyed, she kind of gives up. She just jumps out of there and leaves after promising to disembowel them the next time <laughs> that she sees them. But... Uh, so uh, they they basically it's it's over. I guess it's over because once she leaves, I, I guess they realize or they figure she's not coming back at that point. So not while Reinhardt's there, for sure. No, that's true, too. But we see uh, Subaru kind of do the John Travolta <laughs> from uh, what Saturday Night Fever. He does that pose with a finger in the air. 
<laughs> oh, maybe that is what it's a reference to. Yeah, I didn't notice yeah, that. He's just like striking the pose. He's like, I just risked my life to save you from the villain. Is that okay? <laughs> She's like so confused. Okay, what do you mean? What is... <laughs> so basically what he's saying is he, he saved her. He just needs one thing. And she's a little, ups, you know, like weirded out. Like, what's he going to ask? But he just wants to know her name. And it's so cute because she kind of giggles a little bit. She laughs and she says, oh, it's Amelia. And that price was easy to pay is what she says. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I, I think that's a, that's a pretty funny moment because it's not mm-hmm. it feels like it's not a lot to ask. But then again, if things go south and maybe they, as they're going home, they get disemboweled. Right. He can keep this information. So it actually is kind of smart in that sense that mm-hmm. this is going to last. This is important for him to know if things go south and he has to restart. So I, yeah, I, I like it. I like that on top of what you said. It, it comes off as a little bit cute, um, maybe undoes some of the damage and be like, yeah, this guy's weird, but so far harmless. Yeah, yeah. And he does mention that it feels like it's unequal compensation for all the times he's died. Just to get to this point, Reinhardt at this point grabs the club, I guess. He's like, it's a good thing to stop the blow from hurting you. And that's when they realize that the thing's in half. Mm-hmm. And it's this weird, almost, I don't know, cartoony moment where they look down <laughs> at his stomach and all of a sudden it splits open and blood just starts gushing out and yep. he falls over. And uh, as he's fading, as he's fading out and you kind of see the look out of his eyes, you know, the eyelids opening, he says that the Amelia looks so cute. Like she's so cute when she's panicking like that. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that that's the thought that's going through his brain. Yeah. Is it because he's died so many times? I, he's has some questionable thoughts and actions, I think so far. No, when, I love when, it. When Amelia, I is- love it that that's what we saw before that. He what is that that one time the last time that he died he was focused on the chips like mm-hmm. I thought those chips were eaten by the old man. Okay, when you when you tie it together like that maybe it makes sense like when he's dying like that his thoughts aren't really straight. Yeah, they're not really they're just kind of like pinballing around and they just focus on one weird little moment. But yeah, the chips one is it this stands out. Is that actually uh more interesting than I thought because I was a little annoyed that it was like oh he's focusing oh she's so cute and that's it's very anime, so it's it's cute, but yeah, I, I well, also question. Like, he the saved ch- the princess, whatever. Because the chips thing stands out more is because it's functional. He's he's trying to learn the rules of the world, right? And with this one, I guess. Uh, well, he even says of- it right at this point. He did his what he was supposed to do. Right. He's in his fantasy world, and that's what he was supposed to do to save the day. Yeah, within that context, I like it better. Though when you put it that way, I thought, okay, it makes sense of why he's not thinking about the rules of the world and the other things and the fact that he's dying and then focusing on her. So that that makes a lot more sense. Because I think that in his head, he made it. Yeah. He accomplished the goal. Right. He Because she's still alive. Even if he's like dying, I don't know. <laughs> she actually does. I guess he fades out and she heals him. And we, we see from, the, you know, outside his point of view for once mm-hmm. that... She heals him. He'll be fine. Uh, Reinhardt actually asks if he should take the, you know, Subaru into his care. But Amelia wants uh, to take him home with her just to find out what's going on, how he knows her and and how, you know, he's involved with this whole situation. It's also weird. And she kind of wants to figure out, crack the case, I guess. Yeah, I could go either way on these, but it's it's hard to pick. It, I can go either way. Like, which would have been better? Who would be better taking Subaru? Would it mm. would it be Amelia or Reinhardt? Because 
uh, Reinhardt maybe has some connections to guards and they could guard him, that sort of thing, uh, right. or, or put him in prison, <laughs> whatever they want to do. Um, I don't know enough about Amelia because uh, my first thought is like, is she a detective? Like why? But it, it's kind of a good play too to let Amelia, mm-hmm. she wants the information before anyone else gets to it um, and is directly involved with her insignia, which seems very important. So that, it, it makes sense. And because this is a fantasy world, it all revolves around her. So it's good to keep her at least in somewhat of a focus. Yeah. And you think that it's, uh, you know, that the episode is basically over. Like Felt is ready to give the insignia back to Amelia. But when she holds it out, all of a sudden Reinhardt sees it and he kind of freaks out a little bit, grabs her and is like, who are you? What is your name? What is your, no, what is your family name? And we realize that there's something else going on here that he can't overlook. Like suddenly he's going to take felt away. Yeah, that's what's pretty intense. I think of the way it happened because he's been calm and collected through all Mm -hmm. of it. He's been super humble. He fights this, uh, you know, very strong person and all of it is like nothing to him. And then suddenly he like freaks out and something grabs his attention enough to make him like really seem on edge. So it Mm -hmm. it feels like a huge uh, moment. And I was kind of like, whoa, what? (laughs) He's just like stealing. He's going to steal felt, take her away. Yeah, and it doesn't really it doesn't really tell you why. That's one thing the show never does, and I kind of like it. It never really gives all the uh, exposition, I guess you would call it. Yep, you I, know what I'm saying. Yeah, I I, I like that. It part makes of it, too. you look for the clues. Don't know where it's going to go next because no one expected that, right? You didn't expect for her, felt to hold out the insignia and the whole situation to go sideways again. Yeah, I, I definitely think that was a, that was a strong ending of of mm-hmm. really getting me thinking like what's going on, why, what is it about the insignias, why does he want felt? And and I kind of wrote like it's maybe he wants felt to steal more insignias. Um, maybe he needs to protect the insignias as some sort of holy knight because it'll summon mm-hmm. a big monster. Like I I don't I don't know. Well, here's where my brain went with it, and I don't know if this is the case. It seems that if it's some kind of special insignia. Uh, that only certain people can hold the fact that felt was able to hold it. That's why he was wondering, wait, what's your you know family name? You know, who are you? That whole thing. Like maybe is she something more than just this, you know, street rat or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know like, no, saying? that's that's perfect. Cause I was going to say it's the diamond in the rough, right? Right. They're exactly. going to find out felt is this uh street rat, rit rat, street rat, <laughs> rit raff. Right. That's actually uh felt Latin. But who knows? You know, that's the feeling you get. But it's not just that. It ends really ominously with him looking up to the moon and saying, this might be the last night. That's what is it? The last chance to gaze calmly at the moon. Yeah. Some so wars come in some that that's I think that moon. Very that, foreboding. Yeah. That's when I thought, oh, it's, it's going to be the ultimate summon of demon monster thing. Yeah. But at this point, I think we've made it through this night. I, I think this is the the end of the first arc, I guess. Challenge accepted and uh, completed at this point for this first time. Yeah, and this was in a span of one day. So, so far I'm still questioning, okay, he's choosing what he wants to do. He's, he has these big this big moment here, and he, mm-hmm. he, did, he did what he set out to, which was a pretty big thing for his first day. And I wonder if each one's going to be one day like that. That's, that's kind of where I'm left at. I guess we'll find out next time. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. I'm Brian. All right, take care, guys.
getting through to you at all. 